We all know that what we eat impacts our health, but have we been overlooking another crucial factor? What if how we eat plays just as big a role? In this episode, we dig into the importance of how you're chewing your chow, including how underusing our jaws is leading to health issues like poor sleep, impaired immunity, and weight gain. We dig into the hidden hazards of smoothies and my genius hack to overcome them, plus the incredibly exciting science on the lost art of chewing. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and that song you are listening to is called Open Wide. It's on my very first album, which is called Thank You, and you can check that out on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to music. And if you are not new to the show, you've been here before, thank you so much for tuning in. I love having this time with you. If you are new to the Nick Broadhurst show, I am a recording artist, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, producer of many things, and a lifelong learner. In each of these episodes, we dive into topics from health, wealth, and money, through to entrepreneurship, creativity, sex, mindset, Ayurveda, longevity, ancient wisdom, relationships, success, and more. So, sit back, get comfortable, and let's dive in. In the 1930s, an American dentist named Weston A. Price traveled the world studying traditional cultures of the Inuit Pacific Islanders, Australian Aborigines, New Zealand Maori, Swiss Highlanders, and the South American Indians that had not yet been exposed to the processed foods of the West, like sugar and flour. Now, as a dentist, he was, of course, fascinated with their teeth and dental arches. And what he found over and over again were beautiful, happy, smiling faces with wide noses, broad jaws, and mouths big enough to easily fit all their teeth in perfect shiny white rows. This was, of course, in stark contrast to his clinic back in Ohio, where every day he saw children's teeth get more and more twisted and decayed, with mouths that got smaller each year, faces that got longer, and noses that struggled to breathe properly. How could this be? The USA, as a developed country, was supposedly advanced, yet the number of children needing braces was hard to ignore. Knowing that this was a problem that needed urgent attention, the focus of his work shifted to solving these problems. And his solution, as backed up by all his research and findings, was restoring nutrient-dense foods to the American diet through education, research, and activism. Now, this remains the focus of the foundation set up in his name in 1999, the world-renowned Weston A. Price Foundation. They recommend the consumption of unprocessed or minimally processed foods, tick, including a pretty high intake of saturated fats from animal fats, raw dairy products, as well as olive oil and cod liver oil. 
organic fruits and vegetables, soured or lacto-fermented dairy and vegetables, whole grains and bone stocks are also heavily emphasised. Now, of course, it makes sense that nutrition plays a huge role in the health of our children. That probably doesn't surprise you. And this fact was made clear to Price when he saw over the decades how these cultures started suffering from the same dental and facial structure issues as Western kids as soon as their diets became exposed to processed and refined foods. There's no doubt that these so-called primitive diets, and I'm using primitive in air quotes, were more nutrient-dense than what Western kids were eating. Of course, with the emergent science of the past few years and decades, we now know that a diet high in animal products just doesn't stack up scientifically, and the focus of a healthy diet should be made up of 90% or more plant-based whole foods. That last 10%, it's up to you. Tempeh or turkey? Your call. Let's not argue over the 90%. Okay, there's so much consensus around that. But yes, the primitive diets were still oceans ahead of the standard American diet. So what's this got to do with smoothies? For me personally, it was the work of price that really swayed me towards a diet high in animal products for many years. I was making pâtés and drinking bone broths and eating offal and all sorts of stuff. But the truth is, I never felt like I do now on a plant-based diet. So what was missing? Yes, the diets of these cultures were far more nutrient-dense, but perhaps Price was looking at the wrong nutrient. Perhaps like me, you may have thought, hang on, what about the Inuit diet that Price often quoted, the so-called Eskimo paradox? The Inuits live in the frozen northern regions of Siberia, Alaska, Canada, and Greenland, with a traditional carnivorous diet consisting mostly of birds, caribou, seals, walrus, polar bears, whales, and fish. It's pretty wild. Their diet is almost entirely animal products. And as the conventional wisdom goes, they should be experiencing wonderful health. But is that accurate? Mummified remains of Inuits dating back 2,000 years have shown extensive hardening of the arteries throughout their brains, hearts, and limbs. Two Inuit women one in her 20s and the other in her 40s, frozen for five centuries in a tomb of ice. Both showed signs of severe osteoporosis and also suffered extensive atherosclerosis, also known as fatty arteries, and that's where the number one killer of heart disease comes from. They've also been shown to suffer from higher than average rates of fatal strokes and lower life expectancy. So the Inuits had straight teeth, amazing, but they didn't live very long. In episode 112, the one essential nutrient that can transform your health that almost everyone overlooks, I spoke about the crucial importance of a nutrient that so many people ignore, fiber. Definitely go and check out that episode for a really fascinating look at the role fiber plays in transforming your microbiome and health. But there was one part of the conversation around fiber that needed much more attention, chewing. Now, I don't know about you, But when I think of taking down a polar bear or a walrus for my dinner, like the traditional Inuits would, I'm guessing that meat was pretty gamey and pretty chewy. It's not exactly going to be a tender cut of sirloin, right? Even if fire was used to cook it, we do know that all parts of the animal in traditional cultures were eaten, and some of these parts are damn chewy. They were likely having to munch their meals long and hard 
to swallow them down. Which leads me to this. The missing ingredient in Price's diet recommendations is not only what to eat, but how to eat. How we eat is just as important. And what do I mean by that? You see, modern foods are very soft. Prior to the Industrial Revolution, which also means prior to when we had access to soft, easy-to-eat processed foods and easy cooking methods, the skulls of our ancestors showed much wider jaws and straight teeth. But why? Because they had to chew their food a lot. Then the Industrial Revolution made it easy for every household to cook and heat their foods or to purchase foods that had been so processed and softened, it's like they'd essentially been pre-masticated. And all of a sudden, we just didn't have to chew as much. Now, when you don't chew, you develop a weak tongue. And a weak, slim tongue can't hold its position at the top of the mouth, pushing the teeth out, holding them in place, and maintaining a wide dental arch. So, if you look at anthropological records and data, you literally start seeing around this time physical changes to humans' oral and facial bones and structure. When your diet consists of softer foods, you end up with overcrowded, crooked teeth, narrower faces and jaws that are not aligned. And this isn't just from historical data. Studies show that if you take the same healthy foods and feed animals a softened version of those foods versus a harder version, even though the nutrients are the same, crooked teeth and narrower faces are the result of the softer food. You might be thinking, well, what's the big deal about narrow faces and crooked teeth? Can't our kids just get braces and we'll all be fine? The answer is actually no. Crooked teeth and narrow jaws are mere symptoms of a much greater issue. Impaired airways and impaired breathing. That's right. The fact that we're eating so much soft food is literally impairing our ability to breathe. It's changing the structure of our faces and airways and obstructing our ability to inhale and exhale. This then spills over into so many areas of our health, affecting our hormones, our immune system, our sleep, our ability to lose weight, all of it. So finally, we get to smoothies. The premise behind a healthy smoothie is to jam-pack a lot of nutrition into an easy to digest and convenient liquid form. And don't get me wrong, a smoothie packed with raw fruits, vegetables and plant-based fats is a long way ahead of a processed meal. But unless the rest of your diet consists of foods that make you chew, you're missing out on the huge benefits that come from the most basic of human functions. One which our jaws were literally designed to do. Chew. In a rather well-known book called The Bible, Jesus was quoted to have said, And when you eat, have above you the angel of air, and below you that angel of water. Breathe long and deeply at all your meals, that the angel of air may bless your repasts. And chew well your food with your teeth, that it becomes water, and that the angel of water turns it into blood in your body. And eat slowly, as if it were a prayer you make to the Lord. For I tell you truly, the power of God enters into you if you eat after this manner at his table. I'm not religious. I do look for interesting signs like this, though, and clearly, thousands of years ago, it was understood that health meant eating slowly, chewing, and taking deep breaths. And it's not just ancient Christians who understood the benefits of chewing. During excavations on Lowland, an island off Denmark, 
archaeologists found a 5,700-year-old type of chewing gum made from birch pitch. Fossilised remains of other ancient humans showed that our ancestors also ate bark and grasses. Now, we can extract whatever we want from these findings, but we do see consistently throughout history that chewing fibrous material has been essential to us as a species. Now, let's think about a smoothie for a second. There must be anywhere from 5 to 15 ingredients or more in a normal smoothie. Now, that is a lot of data for the body to make sense of. And what do we do? We just chug it down. The body then has to interpret what just landed in your stomach without any warning. When you chew, on the other hand, you taste the ingredients and can feel and sense what fibres are present. The body then gets advanced warning and can prepare what comes next. Enzymes are released. A whole cascade of bodily processes are kicked into gear. So it's no exaggeration to say that digestion starts with chewing. Health starts with chewing. Straight teeth, broad noses, wide jaws start with chewing. And breath starts with chewing. To be clear, I absolutely love smoothies. I have two on most days as part of my normal routine and fitness protocols. But I make one quick and easy tweak that makes a smoothie an incredible source of health. Step one, blend your smoothie as per normal. Step two, stir in something that makes you chew. That's it. Basically, you're just turning it into kind of like a smoothie bowl. But remember, not too cold, especially if you are a vata or kapha body type. First thing in the morning, you want to wake up your digestion with warm, easy to digest foods, not stone cold blended frozen fruit that uses a boatload of internal fire to warm up, which inevitably just weakens you and your digestive system. One of the most common questions I get from people in my inbox on Instagram and comments on my blog is around acai bowls. People are wondering why they're getting bad digestion and getting candida and bacterial overgrowth. Well, they may have great ingredients in them, these acai bowls, but they're stone cold. Not ideal. I normally save some of my healthy fats like hemp seeds, soaked or activated nuts and seeds for this part. Actually, one of my favorite ones lately is activated buckwheat, bikinis. Bikinis are literally a little nutrient powerhouse and a source of something very elusive, a plant-based source of tryptophan, which is a precursor to the happy hormone serotonin. Super important. Now, because they're small, they distribute through your smoothie, making sure that every mouthful needs to be thoroughly chewed. And as a rule, chew your drink and drink your food. Think about that. Chew your drink and drink your food. Everything that hits your stomach should be in liquid form. No chunks. I mean, what on earth is your digestive tract going to do with a chunk of almond? <laughs> right? It's just going to poop it out. That's all it can do. Not only is this a waste of food, energy, and digestive energy, it weakens your digestive power and therefore optimal health. To learn more about rekindling your digestive fire, check out episode 78 of my Ayurveda series. I've also been searching for tools out there that can hack the chewing process because, you know, I grew up in a Western world and I probably didn't chew as much as I could have growing up. So what could my jaw and my nose and my arch look like? I want to find out. Now, this sounds kind of crazy. How can you do more than just chew, right? 
Now, it turns out there are different devices out there that can actually reshape your facial structure naturally. This is interesting not for aesthetic reasons, although wide jaws and faces are traditionally associated with beauty, but because reshaping your facial structure means you can reshape your airways. By chewing, you can literally lay down bone that helps to strengthen and open your airways and change the way you breathe. Traditional dentistry and orthodontics has often shied away from this finding, but the research is there. Chewing can change your bone structure. Chewing can straighten your teeth. So back to these devices that can help you hack your chewing. Some of them sound like, honestly, really hard work. But I have come across one simple tool that I think is worth sharing. And little disclaimer, I've just purchased this and I haven't used it yet, but it makes a lot of sense to me. It's basically a silicon block that you put in your mouth and you just chew it. It looks like the creators are more focused on the aesthetics of a bigger jaw, tighter neck and chin, and stronger, healthier skin. They do mention an increase in digestion and blood flow, but when I see something that could produce similar benefits of chewing on very fibrous plants and bones, like our ancestors did thousands of years ago, well, I, I'm going to give it a crack. Because the act of chewing stimulates digestive juices, I think it would make more sense to actually do this after eating. If you don't do it around the time of eating, your body will actually think there's food on the way and start the digestive process, which is just not natural. You might find yourself seeking out food or getting indigestion, which we don't want. So I'd only use this after or around mealtimes. If you want to check out this device, it's called the Jawsercise, and you can head to iamnickbroaders.com forward slash chew for more details. It'll take you straight to their website. And make sure you follow me at I am Nick Broadhurst on Instagram. I'm going to share my before and after photos on there as well. The emerging science of how we can physically improve our breathing and lay down new bones simply by letting our jaws do what they're designed to do is incredibly exciting. And I plan on sharing heaps more on this. But right now, you can make one powerful change that's going to trigger a whole cascade of benefits in your life. Chew. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Nick Broder Show. This is episode 117. You can get all the show notes for everything I mentioned in this episode at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 117. And if you know people who like to read, you can also get a full transcript of this show at that link. As always, I'd be super grateful if you can share this on social media. Tag me at iamnickbroadhurst. Take a screenshot of the episode and when you post it, I'll see it and I'll personally respond. And last of all, at the end of the day, I always say, I'm a musician. So head to my Spotify, search for my name, Nick Broadhurst, and please hit the follow button and add some of my music to your favorite playlists. The song you are hearing right now is called Open Wide. Now remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself, be love. Listen to your intuition. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Mwah!
Hey guys, just wanted to jump in and let you know that this podcast represents the opinions of me, Nick Broadhurst, and should not be taken as medical advice and are for informational purposes only. Thank you so much. Ciao.